Okay, so I think I think the best plan of action is is going to be to pretend like it hasn't been eight months since I did anything with this podcast. So I think before I start this recording, oh, let me see. Um, yeah. So blame it on the COVID. Blame it on the murdered wasps. Blame it on. There's a lot. 2020. Yeah. You know, I think, no, I think I'm just going to pretend like there was no gap. And if I don't acknowledge that it's been almost eight months, then nobody else will. Oh, shoot. I, oh, crap. I think I've been recording. Uh, well, This can't be helped. Um, well, welcome to Privy. Hope you uh, d- you heard that. So welcome to Privy. It's been a bit. Um, and we've been a bit backed up. And that will uh, play in and here a little bit. Um, it's been some time. If you're, if you're new to the podcast or if you forgot, um, because it's been a week or so here, uh, this is a podcast about bathrooms, about bathroom etiquette and history. Uh, and it's recorded live from my home restroom. I am here now, and the sound in this room is wonderful. So uh, I'm glad you're here. Welcome to Privy. My name is Hunter, and I love toilets. And that's all you need to know. Um, this week, we're going to be talking about uh, laxatives. Laxatives. And how to get the brown stuff out and out of your system, and so that way everybody's feeling really good and really clear and open. So uh, I, I just want to be really clear and open with you guys at the beginning of this podcast. Um, it's COVID's fault. Let's go. Uh, when I think of laxatives, there's a few things that come to mind. Uh, pretty much every time is the scene from Dumb and Dumber where you have Harry sitting on the toilet because Lloyd has loaded his drink up with too much X-lax and uh, that scene where he's in Mary's restroom and he is just having the worst moment of his date uh, and it's a wonderful miserable event but it makes for very good wonderful potty humor uh, but where where did we get this idea of consuming or doing something to our bodies to help us go to the bathroom um, and, and as you can guess, where would you get that idea? So I need to poop. I can't poop. How did you come up with the idea of doing something? It obviously starts with somebody not being able to poop. And if you've ever had the experience of not being able to poop, it's bad and you need to figure that out. Uh, but this is not just uh, about discomfort. There's a belief long held that not being able to poop would lead to physical illness or even a spiritual struggle or illness and it and it goes like this 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 train of thought goes like this the stuff that we get rid of that we blast from our downstairs is brown and gross and it stinks and it's awful so if that stuff is up inside of us it has to be bad for us 
And so the only way to help be ourselves be healthier and be more pure, if you will, is to get rid of that stuff. The longer it's there, the longer that the brown is up inside, the shorter our lifespan will be. And so there's this old train of thought that comes from probably prior to normal medicine is that the, the more time you spend not being able to poop, the more days that you have removed from your total number of days of life. And so you can see with that at the, at the back of our thinking that it's going to become more and more important for people to be able to poop. And especially when you start to drag spiritual matters into it. So over time, people began to look for ways to help someone start pooping or poop if they were unable to. Also, let the poop counter show. I'm going to say poop a lot of this episode. It's not my fault. We're talking about laxatives. And so it's just something that's going to come with the territory. And so before we get into it, we need to get into a brief history um, and, and part of that, it goes back to these notions taken from the Egyptian Ebers uh, papyrus. And I've talked about this in the past, and it's definitely something that we'll look at in the future. But this Ebers papyrus was this big medical papyrus that had all sorts of remedies used in ancient Egypt. Uh, and that's where we got uh, some of those about ancient Egyptian bath bathrooms. Uh, before and that's where we got that information but as as diet and lifestyle changed they had more and more cases of constipation and i imagine the cheese and the dairy intake didn't help with that but as but as the number of people who who need to get rid of the bad stinky stuff um increased there there became more and more cases and and times where people went looking for some sort of substance to make them go brown. And so failure to void your system daily could cause someone in their thinking in the mid-1800s to become deranged or corrupted. And then when germ theory comes around, uh, it, it didn't do what, does, what, what science does a lot of the time uh, with old notions. It it now was not that the culprit was not the dookie. It wasn't the poop itself. It was the bacteria buds that are hanging out on the poop boat uh, that chill on the dookie that make you sick and that if you're plugged up in a person's bowels are what is going to cause the problem. So now it's the bacteria. We figured out that the, the bacteria reacting with the stuff, and I'm not a scientist. Remember, I'm a, I'm a toilet enthusiast not a scientist. So if you're a scientist and you want to correct me, that's fine. And I might change my thinking, but probably won't. But you have bacteria reacting with the stuff and that's what makes the smell. So now the bacteria living on the poop and in the poop and all that stuff is what is going to cause the problem. However, if it's still stuck up in there and it's not coming out, who cares what the source is? The solution is to get the brown out. And so at this time, uh, the, the doctors claimed that, that this failure to launch your turd into the toilet, according to a text uh, that's titled Intestinal Management for Longer, Happier Life. And that's a, that sounds like a wonderful book. Intestinal Management. That's, that's a glorified way of saying making sure you take a poop um, for longer, happier life. 
And so somebody wrote a book and, and published it and people assumably bought it about taking dumps to make your life better. And that, that sounds right up my alley. Everybody likes to take a good... All right, here we go. Um, 90% of the illness that shortens a person's life dramatically is caused by not being able to go to the bathroom. That is what this book claimed. And so if you can figure out new ways or new substances or new things to help you go to the bathroom, then your life is going to be longer, happier, and the book will, I guess, deliver on its promise to give you a longer, happier life by pooping. So, there, there is obviously some like truth to this. Like if you can't go to the bathroom, you are not as happy. You're going to be grumpy. You're going to be upset and it's not good. And so there, there is some truth in that. Now, longer life, if you don't go to the bathroom, you can definitely get sick and it's not going to be a cool type of sick where you get a sweet band aid and maybe get some grape flavored something and you're feeling better. It's, it's going to be hospitalization if you cannot go to the bathroom. And so there is some truth to this, but is it to that extent? Like if you don't go to the bathroom, is it going to be bad? And so health and the things people ate probably weren't a, a, as well balanced as they are today. You know, I remember when I was in school, I had the fun little food pyramid and the bottom seemed to be fiber, uh, more on fiber in just a little bit. And, and as you got to the top, it, it gradually got more and more smaller, but also contained all the things that were good. And so whoever designed the food pyramid, they're obviously not looking for things that are making people happy to eat them. They're looking for things that are good for their health or were at some point. I know the food pyramids changed, but I'm not having to learn a new pyramid or a new whatever they have. So I, yeah. You just do your best. So um, these are, they had low access to many of those nutrient rich foods and they were probably eating a lot more things that were uh, more, what's the right word for it? Um, demanding of your gut health. And so again, these are wellness words and, and at least not, these are not like, Oh, you know, this is happiness, spiritual, mental words about pooping. Like it makes your life long and it makes it happy. And these are not like words about how we feel medically in wellness. And at least not first to us, we don't get it. And there seems to be a connection between being a regular human and being a regular human. So the more regular we are when we are in our bathroom space, the more human we become in this thinking. Or, as it's said by everyone's favorite children's book, everybody poops. Everybody poops. But what if you just can't poop? What if you just can't? They use to help you void the tank. And Egyptians use grains, so we're already starting to see that fiber come into play. Grains and fruits, um, they use something called colocynth or other remedies such as castor oil. Um, and these are often ingested, and that's noted in the Ebers papyrus. And most of the remedies flow out of what we find there. Natural laxatives were the solutions, um, 
and they were fruits and grains and coarser and higher fiber. Things that um, were higher in fiber have always been used to help you go. And that's, and that's nice, especially as we approach today and we find out that fiber is going to be one of our best friends here in a moment. But as time went on, medicine probably realized, as medicine always realizes, that there's money to be made. That sweet, sweet dollar bill. We can make some green off of people not being able to do brown. And so as money became a part of it, you know what was designed? Pills and other laxatives and other things to help us poop. And, and they developed something more akin to modern lax, laxatives. But they seek to accomplish the same thing. And one of the first known laxatives um, were called Beecham's Pills, invented by Thomas Beecham in the 19, or, sorry, 1840s. And they're this mixture of, of like aloe and ginger and soap. And, and we might read that pills contain soap, which was probably very, very low amounts of soap or lye. And we would think... That probably didn't make it out of the 1800s. Like we were giving people soap pills and surely the eight, the gate barring the 1800s from the 1900s would have weeded that out as a somewhat or a definite bad idea. But the last time that these Beecham's pills were being produced was 1998. I was alive when these were being made. Soap in a pill to make you poop. And if you've ever accidentally like eaten soap or done anything like that I assume that you can accomplish the same thing but it's probably worse for your insides but the reports don't lie um these Beecham pills worked because companies and campaigns were primarily testimonials and and you have to be one a brave person and two very committed to this product to have used them but also be a part of an ad campaign where you essentially go out and you say Hey, I am the product of one who has not been able to poop and I took soap pills made by Mr. Beecham and now I'm regular as the day is long. You have to have had success, which means that they're good on them. They made a product that works, but you also have to be a very brave individual to be in ad campaigns saying, yes, these poop pills work and they work real, real good. So, um, I dropped a, it's this idea. I dropped a Chaz so hard that my roommate kicked me out. Buy Beecham's poop pills. My Chaz was so big because I was plugged up for so long. But now with Tom Beecham's beach pills, I can breach that turd and get it on out of here. And my roommate doesn't hate me. Or he does because now it's out in the open. Um, something has to work pretty well for you to go on record publicly and let folks know how good it made you poop and void yourself. Um, but as time went on and money was able to be made and make it, they did more and more products were tested and created, many of which still use the medicinal properties used in those natural remedies that were there from the beginning. And so... Uh, when we start looking at, at laxatives today, there are essentially four different types of laxatives. Um, there are bulk forming, bulk forming laxatives, which get your stool, your poop, that's, that's science code word for deuce. 
they get that bulkier and wetter for easier passage. And this is this is scientific language, bulkier and wetter for easier passage. They're stool softeners, and it does just what it says. It makes the log softer. Um, it, it's kind of like fabric softener, but for your poop. It, it really just malleates and makes that thing nice and soft and lets it just shoot on down the water slide. It's easier to pass. Uh, and then there are stimulants which make your intestines produce more wet, which is the scientific term again, wet. Uh, it produces more wet to help the log slide through the flume. And so that one, you can see where that could coupled with a couple other ones could really help get some, get some speed behind those guys. Um, and then there are osmotics and osmotic just has, it's water. And if you ever need to remember that it's osmosis Jones, water Jones, that's science. Um, osmotics, which cause more water content to, and, and this is not my way of describing it, but this is how info that I researched really hard and for a few seconds on the internet describes it to me, help further irrigate the bowels. I don't know if you all have ever seen like an irrigation ditch when it's like rainy season, but man, that water's flying through there sometimes. And I don't like the image of my bowels being irrigated by an osmotic. And I guess the, the log ride is the poop in that. Um, but it irrigates, irrigates your bowels. It's liquid plumber for your guts. So everyone's favorite laxative and, and the one that I told you that is just every time I hear laxative, I think of Harry spraying, spraying porcelain in Dumb and Dumber is, is X-Lax. And, and X-Lax is of the stimulant variety. Um, whereas like dietary fiber, regular dietary fiber is of that bulk forming variety. And so this is kind of giving us some idea of what exactly we're doing if we get plugged up and we start taking these things. Um, you get it. Okay. So the things that you ingest can help or hurt your ability to rid your body of poop. That is the takeaway. Um, and that's kind of just really all you need to know. So before we move on, We've dealt primarily with oral laxatives, and that is what this episode is about. Laxatives that we ingest that help us void the system. But I would be painfully remiss and, and am painfully reminded. My, my wife and I are watching Call the Midwife, and they, they gave those poor ladies enemas, um, and those were to purge the system. And, sh and so short, people can inject solutions or insert substances in the brown hole to induce pooping. And I can't stress this enough. Don't do this unless your doctor recommends it. See your doctor. If you feel plugged and try the dietary fiber first, if you can't get some action going with some dietary fiber or some over-the-counter with the proper use, get a hold of your doctor. And, oh my goodness. So the things that people um, go the other way with, with lack, with, okay, enemas are not, they're laxatives, but we cannot think of them as that. We cannot call them that because that it's two separate holes that they're going into. We can't be dealing with the same language. So we're going to just call them enemas, which I hate the word, but here we go. Um, 
They have notes of milk or molasses, castor oil, or just plain like saline salt water solutions. No. And with the power of internet, there are lots of options. You can stick all sorts of stuff up in there to get yourself to start pooping. I know there's this like fad, which is, I think it's stupid. And I, yeah, it's stupid to just yoink coffee beans up the zone. Don't stop that immediately. Don't do that. Coffee's for grinding, steeping and drinking or covering in chocolate and eating. But you should not be inserting coffee beans into your booty hole. Absolutely not. Do not do that. That's an inappropriate use of coffee beans, and that's an inappropriate use of your booty hole, in my opinion. And I think my opinion's pretty good here. So if you're having problems, just call your doctor. If you can't get the job done with over-the-counter safely, call your doctor. And don't just double up on taking it because you don't want to take too much of this stuff. Like you want to not be pooping all the time. That's the opposite problem of not being able to poop. And so one last PSA, if you're going into the world of laxatives, make sure you have access to the privy. You do not, you do not want to be exploring the wonderful world of laxatives without access to a bathroom. It's a no-go. It's a no-brainer. If you're going to take dietary fiber, have access to a bathroom. If you're going to take any other type of laxative, have access to a bathroom. You have got to have a place to drop what you're holding on to. If you do not have a place to drop the poop, you do not need to be figuring out how to get the poop out of you faster. Pause and get to a place where you can find a place to dump the brown safely, effectively, and cleanly. So that's enough talk about laxatives. I'm done with that. We're done talking about laxatives. And I think... I think this week I need to leave you with a song. So before we begin, I want to note, I'm not a musician. I'm not an artist. That None of that is true. Anybody that knows me knows that all of those things are not true about me. I'm not, I, I don't sing, so, but I'm going to sing for you today. Merry, Merry Christmas. It's Christmas season. I didn't acknowledge that in the beginning, but here we are. We're at the end of the show and I'm saying it. It's, it's Christmas time and we're talking about laxatives on Privy. And you might be thinking to yourself, man, goodness gracious, 2020 has been a ride. And you'd be right. And it's time to get rid of all of the mess that we've been dealing with this year and start fresh. So I'll set the scene for the song. You're feeling a bit a bit backed up and, and pressure and you, you put off hitting up the dietary fiber and you're just like, oh man, I bet I'll go. I bet I'll, I'll try it again later and maybe I'll be able to go poop then. And you keep doing that and you do that and you know, day goes by and you're starting to think, man, I haven't, I haven't taken a turd in a bit of time. Like maybe I need to go try the dietary fiber, but you give it a little bit longer. And then finally you break down and you hit up those, those fiber, dietary fiber, and you do it. And, and the time has come. And you feel that relief from having your fiber friend, or as the title of this song is, Fiber Buddy, help you out. 
this song is for fiber. Fiber buddies, you're the one. You make taking a big turd fun. Fiber buddies, I'm awfully fond of you. Cause you help me poop. Fiber buddies, you're the ones. You made taking that big brown fun. Fiber buddies, I'm awfully fond of you. Dropping a poo. Well, this has been Privity. Thank you for listening. As always, we we would love for you to leave this episode a rating or, or leave a comment. Um, Five-star option is our preferred. Uh, but this helps folks find this very important work uh, that goes on here in the bathroom with recording equipment. And as always, we would love to have you on social media at PrivyCast. Email us with episode ideas or thoughts or feedback. Uh, all those things at PrivyCast at gmail.com. And now, as always, don't forget to flush. Thank you.